Welcome to Table Talks. Our Christchurch youth ministry team is so excited to bring Christian formation to your family's meal table. Each episode, we will offer your family some interesting points of view and ask you thought-provoking questions to discuss at your next family meal. So join me, Maggie, and maybe a few special guests for a new way of engaging in your faith at home and around your table. We have a special edition of Table Talks this week. We will be bringing our Confirmation Faith Talk right to your dinner table. This week on Table Talks, I am joined by Laura Conitzer, Director of Outreach and Mission at Christchurch. Laura and I spent some time talking about how outreach and mission help us live out our faith and how serving as a family helped her family feel more connected with one another, their community, and their faith. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to get a chance to talk with you. Well, I'm so happy to be here and thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So Laura, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you? Okay. Um, My name is Laura Conitzer and I serve as the Director of Outreach and Mission at Christ Church. Um, My family moved to Charlotte almost five years ago and sought out Christ Church as our spiritual home before we even got here, Um, mainly because I saw all the wonderful things that were happening here and um, moving with a son in eighth going into eighth grade and knowing that it was coming up on confirmation year we wanted to connect with a vibrant faith community um and in time not too much time i um ended up getting involved um as part of the staff um it's the first time i've ever worked on a church staff but i've always volunteered so um Um, in a church, so it seemed like a natural fit, and we're just happy to have found Christ Church. That's wonderful. You said it didn't take long for you to get uh, uh, plugged in as being on staff, um, but you'd been a church volunteer for a while, so um, I was wondering, how did you get involved with outreach and mission? Well, um, Service to church and community, again, was something that I just, I don't ever remember a time in my life when I didn't do it because it's what I, it's what my family did together. My parents did. um, My dad lived a life of service in the army. My mother always served in various volunteer roles in our schools and always in the church. So I just grew up knowing that when you become an adult that's what you do and and so um when my husband and I moved to Houston as newlyweds we found a church and the very first thing I mean I think I was 25 the very first thing I did was find out how I could get involved and volunteer and I felt very grown up at that point because I was doing it on we were doing it on our own and we were small group leaders and then we did you know we did a variety of different things and ultimately for about seven years at that church I was the baptism coordinator and I helped coordinate baptisms and confirmations which 
because that had been such an important part of my faith journey, confirmation specifically, um, it became such a wonderful gift to be able to volunteer in a capacity where I was helping families figure that out. Anyway, so I, I always did this type of thing. And, um, and then when Mac came into the picture, we always served as a family and whatever capacity, whether it was a soup kitchen or um, we had a Mariner's ministry because Houston was a big port city and we had lots of different ministries. And in fact, when we found out we were moving to Charlotte, Max first question to us was, and he was in seventh grade at this point, he said, are we going to find an, a church there? And I said, well, we're going to find a church immediately. And he goes, will we be able to serve at that church? And so it oh was very clearly very important. I mean, this is just, like I said, it was something that I always grew up doing and, and it's kind of what we do as a family. So fast forward to our move to Charlotte in the summer of 2017. And we moved from Houston and um, we had lived in Charlotte about three weeks. We were living in an apartment um, because we were trying to sell a house in Houston and um, Hurricane Harvey, which I don't know if any of you would be, would remember it, but it was a very, very, very huge um, hurricane that really, really destroyed um, a, a large portion of the Gulf Coast and Houston specifically had a lot of damage from flooding. And our community in Houston was kind of brought to its knees. And I was here in Charlotte um, in fact, it was a Sunday morning that I was watching the news. We were getting ready to go to church at Christ Church because, as I mentioned, we had already sought out Christ Church before we arrived here. So we had a place to come as soon as we arrived and watching images of Houston brought to its knees by this hurricane. And I knew how I would be of service in my Houston community. I knew exactly how I would have plugged in had I been there, but instead I was sitting in sunny Charlotte, North Carolina, getting ready to go to this beautiful church. And I felt really useless. I felt helpless that I couldn't, I just didn't know how to, how, how to help and serve. And so I, that was hard for me. Um, and I was wanting to plug in, but I also knew that I had the responsibility of getting Max settled at school. He was going into eighth grade and getting him settled. So few months passed and coming out of a service in All Saints Hall one Sunday in October, the Reverend Joshua Case asked me how we were doing, how we were settling in from our transition from Houston. They also knew that we had been dealing with the flooding there in our former neighborhood and everything. And, and I must have felt very vulnerable because I said, um, I'm the guys are fine. The guys being my husband and son, because they have a place to get up and go every day, but I, I need to serve and I, I need something meaningful to do with my time. And I'm finding that hard. I'm finding it hard to connect in Charlotte. And that was Sunday. And on Monday morning, Chip called me and said, what did you mean by meaningful work and how much time do you have? And they were at the time looking for a part-time associate in outreach, which was without a doubt the perfect fit for me. Um, it gave me the time to help my family continue to transition and for me to get to know a little bit about more about Christchurch and outreach at Christchurch and Charlotte. And then over time, um, 
I transitioned into the director role, which honestly is my dream job because I get to do the work that I love and I get to do it with people that I love and at my church. So it's like literally my dream job. That was a long answer. I'm sorry. No, that's wonderful. And it's so great um, how you can see this joy. You can hear this joy in your answer and how you really just found where you were being called, where God was calling you. And um, I wonder how this journey of varying areas of service now into this being your vocation and your calling, um, how has this, uh, how has this impacted your faith? How has this um, impacted your faith journey? You know, I've always thought of the work of outreach as being um, kind of a physical manifestation or a living, living way that we can, um, as Christians, live out our baptismal covenant. And, and, and it's why I've always wanted to serve our baptismal covenant. If I can read some of it says, will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? And in, in doing the work of outreach, I feel like it has, I have felt more connected to what I know I was called to do and, and what I, what I committed to do when I was confirmed. And then when I was reaffirmed at different times, I've been reaffirmed a couple of times that um, when my husband was received from the Catholic church, I, I reaffirmed my um, baptismal vows and my confirmation. And, and it's, it's important. And I think it's a good reminder and it makes the work that I do every day easy because I feel like trying to live as God would want me to live on this earth and to serve all of God's people. So when I serve, that is when I feel the most connected, I should say to my faith. Um, for me, it's just an outward way that I can feel connected. It's almost sacramental. Mm-hmm. I a hundred percent, Maggie, that is a perfect way to describe it. Um, yeah. and yet this, you know, the sacraments are so important and, and being in worship and be in receiving communion and, and all of the sacraments are just so dear and important in their own ways. But for me, just real transformation happens when I'm in service to others. And it's become something that has become an important value of our family. It's something we enjoy doing together, like on a Friday night, <laughs> you know, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And talk more, a little bit more about that. It being a family value, you know, you, I, I love that Max first question to you was like, are we still going to be able to serve at this church? Um, and it shows that like, this is a, something you've placed a priority on. It's something that you've placed a real value on in your family. And so I wonder if you could talk a little bit more. Um, I know that it's part of our baptismal covenant. It's part of a, the foundation of our faith. Um, but talk a little bit more about how it came to be that, that this was what you felt called to be your, your family priority and value. When I was a young mother, or even maybe a a pregnant mother, I don't know. Um, I read a book, someone gave me a book, Children Learn What They Live. It's a very simple book, but it, it really speaks to 
as parents, the things that we model, the values that we model um, in our home, the, the language that we use, all of these things that, that, that is what our children learn and it becomes innate. It becomes what they, how they, so in some ways, it wasn't even intentional initially because Mac, Mac was just, um, even in a baby carrier, I mean, he was, he was carted along with me when I was going to work on baptism um, uh, certificates at the church or as, and as he got older, you know, we were always doing things. And then when he was old enough to participate, he would participate with me. I've also, I'm also involved in civic organizations. So it's not just church, church um, work. I, he, he saw my husband and I and my parents um, volunteering at his school and, and just in different, just in different organizations and different capacities. And so I think he knew that this is just something you do as the, not, they're, they're not a question of, am I going to do this or not, but it's just something we do. So, um, in fact, I think back to when we first moved here and before I had even, um, you know, before I worked for the church or anything in the news and notes, or maybe the disciple, there were opportunities to serve. And of course we were looking for things to do in Charlotte because we didn't know Charlotte. And we went, showed up one Friday night at the men's shelter. It was our night. Um, sadly, some of those types of opportunities are on hold right now because of COVID, but we showed up as a family. We worked along other, alongside other Christchurch members and we served dinner at the men's shelter on Tryon. And it was nothing for us as brand new members of the Charlotte community to like go and, and show up and do that together. And then it gave us something to talk about and, and to talk, talk about our new home and talk about the needs and how the needs aren't so different in Charlotte as they were in Houston. And people might look different, but it, the needs aren't different anyway. It's just, I think that just modeling I guess, um, has been how we've tried to, to make this a value. And now um, he serves in a variety of different ways and, and he, lo he loves it. Like service is really his jam. Like that's what he, I mean, he's, he, that's kind of what he wants to do <laughs> in his, as a senior in high school, you, you know, he serves his community and his church and, um, and he finds joy in it and fulfillment. And I think if you asked him, he would say it makes him feel more connected to his faith as well. I like that um, it's the practice makes perfect almost. I mean, we'll never be perfect. We'll never be as perfect as Jesus, obviously, um, or as perfect as God. But um, that you just kept showing up. Mm -hmm. Like you kept showing up in Mac's life. You kept showing up. Um, and helping him learn how to show up. And I think, and to help him continue to practice in meaningful ways, what it means to live out his faith. I mean, and it's a journey. I, um, I think about it and there, faith is a journey and it has, there are, have definitely been chapters of my life or seasons in my life where I had the capacity to give more time than I do. Um, I'm my husband and I've talked a lot about it. We're getting ready to enter a chapter when Mac goes away to college next year, where we're going to have a lot of extra free time. And so we're already thinking about um, 
where we would like to to dive in and and maybe invest more of our time and service to others um and you know so it, it but there was also there were also years where we were really busy in other ways and so to show up where how we could however we could in those in those moments um i think the important thing is like you said showing up and real i think in showing up and and having um shared experience with people that are different that may may be perceived as being different than us um we have the opportunity to, opportunity to see and learn that really we are all so much we are made in the image of god and we are all so much more alike and have so much more in common than any of our differences and that to me is the great joy in in working alongside people and serving others. That's so beautiful. I love that. Laura, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this joy and this amazing gift that you have and the ways that um, we all can practice and help create that foundation in our families, in our lives. So thank you. I really appreciate it. It is my honor and pleasure, and um, I'm always here if any if anyone has questions or wants to learn more about how how to plug in and and serve. As you listen to this episode, did you think about ways that people have shown up in your life? Share that with your family or your friends. What are ways your family spends time together or experiences God together? How can you keep practicing living out your baptismal covenant? Thank you for tuning in to Table Talks. We hope that these thoughts and questions will incite meaningful conversations around your breakfast, lunch, or dinner table. If you want to share what your family has discussed, feel free to email us. We pray that you feel God's unrelenting presence now and always. May peace be with you and your family.